It's time once again for Triple OG Stories. <laughs> Let's get to it. I come to you hungry and tired. You give me food, let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength, and that's deep. You call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures. Only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only ask that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize the serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. You showed me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. You gave me the light and let me bask in your glory. So it was only right that when you asked for this story, I put it together to do our dogs some good. Our dogs being brothers and sisters in the hood. Plenty of times you sent help my way, but I hid. And I remember once you held me close, but I slid. There was something that I just had to see, that you wanted me to see so I could be what you wanted me to be. And I think I've seen it, because I don't feel the same. Matter of fact, I know I've seen it. I can feel the change. And it's strange, almost got me beating down your door. But I've never known love like this before. It's a wonderful feeling to get away from the pain. And up under the ceiling, I get away from the rain. And the strain that I feel when I'm here is gone. I know real, so I wipe away the tears, son. And I almost lost faith when you took my man, Monty, Faso, and Dre's brother, Dad. And I fear that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. But it's all good, because I really didn't expect to live long. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, give me pain till I die. Either let me fly or give me death. Let my soul rest, take my breath. If I don't fly, I'ma die anyway. I'ma live on when I be gone any day. Either let me fly or give me death. Let my soul rest, take my breath. If I don't fly, I'ma die anyway. I'ma live on when I be gone any day. When to show me how, know me out, but it's all about the bar. Let the dog loose, baby, it's about to spark. Light up the night like the 4th of July. Niggas know. As the night grew long, Mimi kept his attention. He played her close, though, and they talked about everything. It seemed to him that she was just real unhappy with the fact that all the men she ran into was basically looking for handouts and not love. So he started to figure in his mind he might as well show her. What it's like to be with a real man. Basically treat her how she was supposed to be treated while he was hiding out there. He figured, why not? I mean, his days of freedom was numbered anyway, so he might as well have a little fun and enjoy the little bit of time he had left. To be honest, she was pretty cool for somebody that was being kidnapped and held captive in her own home. 
as she walked back and forth from her kitchen to her living room getting grapes and wine and stuff together for them to eat texas just sat back and thought to himself man damn this a pretty cool ass lady right here man she's smart she funny she definitely sexy and she got like the prettiest smile i ever seen in my life he quietly got up and crept over to the kitchen door he just watched her make some of the sandwiches to be honest he really wanted to make sure she wasn't on the phone calling the police but again he just couldn't take his eyes off her as the hours kept creeping by she kept her word and she never posed a threat to him not even once she grabbed the tray that she was putting the food and the drinks on and she started to turn around texas was just standing right there looking at her can i help oh shit! you scared me my bad i just wanted to make sure you wasn't calling the police on me mimi sat the tray down and looked up at him with disappointment all over her face you made a promise to me and you kept it so i would keep my promise to you too well thank you i appreciate that he reached over and grabbed the tray and he nodded towards the living room she grabbed the two glasses of ginger ale she poured and slowly stepped out in front of him. You do an awful lot of switching to be held captive. Stop watching me walk, you perv. <laughs> she liked that. Mimi started to move her hips even harder now. They sat down on the couch with the tray of food between them and they watched the news again. This time, they had video footage from the bank camera and it was a little bit clearer than the picture was that they showed the last time. I'll be damned. The angle they got there make it look like he was just standing there. Like like he ain't move or do nothing at all. I mean, until he fell to the ground. Oh, wow. That's not good. It just looks like you shot him. And it's for no reason. See, that's what I'm saying, Mimi. Why is the video out a day later? But they pulled my image up an hour after it happened. They messed with that footage. They trying to give me the cheer or some shit, man. I mean, like, this was straight self-defense. See, this some bullshit. The media always doing this. It's always about the white people. Black people can never be a damn victim. We always got to be the suspect. Damn, girl. Calm down, shit. I I'm the one uh, they looking for, remember? God damn, let me be mad tonight, not you. No, you a good person. You could have been doing all kind of stuff to me. I could be dead right now, but it feels like none of that even crossed your mind. This is some real bullshit. I'm going to make a few phone calls for you in the morning. Wait, wait. To who, Monet? She stopped cold. She turned her head to him and smiled. And then she batted her eyes like she was happy and confused at the same time. I love how you said my name. Wow. That was very nice. I'm not going to call the police. I told you that. To be honest, I actually want to help you. I believe you. Well, damn. Thank you. It feels good to know I got somebody on my side. Texas sat on the couch in deep thought, just staring at the TV. He never even noticed Mimi got up and left the room. She brought him back to his senses when she walked back into the living room. So you going to sit there and pout all night or you want to let off some steam? Texas, <laughs> he ain't even looking her direction. He just kept on staring at the TV. <laughs> What you got in mind? Texas finally turned his head in her direction, and Mimi was standing there in some bright pink leggings and an oversized hoodie with some brand new pink and black Kobe's on. I got a gym in the basement. Let's go do a few rounds with the heavy bag. A gym? Hell yeah. What else you got in this big ass house, girl? He hopped up off the couch and followed her to the small four-person elevator that she had by the foyer where they came in at. 
As she stood with her back against the wall, Texas tried his best not to look at her. He noticed a very nice bulge in the front of them leggings she had on. He was very intrigued by the idea that she liked to work out. He knew from seeing on TV and the internet that not too many rich kids like to work out or to be healthy. In his mind, they only cared about kicking it and doing drugs. Well, at least that's who he sold his stash to. Otherwise, he thought they just got surgery done. So for Mimi to have such a beautiful shape and actually work hard for it, it made him wonder, why is she single for real? Why does she have all of this, but don't have not even one man coming through to chill or spend some time with her? He held the heavy bag while she kicked and punched it with some real power. She was really moving him in that bag. It caught Texas completely off guard. At that moment, Texas thought to himself, I wonder why she being so nice to me, man. I mean, why is everything going so perfectly right now? Is she really trying to help me? Or do she just miss the feeling of having a man in her crib? I don't know. I guess only time gonna tell this part of the story. Shit, I might as well just let life happen and then just enjoy the moment, I guess. <laughs> when it was his turn to hit the bag, Mimi looked very excited. She grabbed a heavy bag and held it as tight as she could. Texas was strong and in great shape. He played basketball every day and he loved to wake up before the break of dawn and get his morning jogging. His homeboys used to laugh at him all the time, but they never ever wanted to fight without him by their sides. At 26 years old, he was what most men went to the gym to look like every single day. As he made two tight fists, Mimi's eyes got big and she braced herself a bit. She bit her bottom lip and then closed her eyes. Texas lifted his fist and he focused on the middle of the bag. He threw a left hook, then a right cross, and then a straight right with pure force. And then he heard a slight crash. He stopped the bag from swinging and looked past the bag. Mimi had fallen on her back. <laughs> she had fell into her case of ice mountain bottled water she kept against the wall. Texas started to laugh and he helped her up. <laughs> I slipped. I've been sweating for like an hour or so. Yeah, okay. And we've been down here for like 30 minutes? She smiled and softly punched him in the front of his shoulder. And then she started to shuffle around like she wanted some smoke for real. Texas put his hands over his face and started laughing. After about an hour of running, jumping rope, crunches, and yoga, Mimi waited until Texas was preoccupied with his workout and disappeared through the back entrance of the gym. About 10 or 15 minutes had passed and still there was no Mimi. Texas started to panic a little bit. He headed back towards the elevators. As they closed, he noticed there was another floor selection. He didn't notice that the first time he was on there. He pushed that button and the elevator doors opened on the main level. He stuck his head out and he held the door open button to see if he could see Mimi on this level. He didn't see her at all, so he stepped back in and let the doors close again. When the elevator doors opened up this time, it was a sight that he had never seen before. It looked like a very expensive black art museum, but it was just way more modern and new age all cultured black art. This entire foyer area was very impressive, he thought to himself. He got control of his thoughts again, and he quietly started down the short hallway. He opened a few doors, and he found that there were two or three empty rooms. When he closed that last door up softly, he could hear a faint sound of a woman's voice singing. 
in the room straight ahead of him. As he got closer to the room, he could hear water running. He approached the door and slowly pushed it open. Then he walked inside. That's when he realized he was in her bedroom. It was huge. He didn't even see her. All he saw was a few small benches against the wall and a vanity with lights all around it. It was a laptop on top of the vanity and a ice cold glass of wine sitting next to the laptop. As he turned the corner, there was a 40 inch TV on the wall with two more chairs and a row of clothes just hanging on each side of them. There were five shelves on each side. One side with all her heels and bags and the other side was a bunch of like the most top-notch, top-of-the-line sneakers that money could buy. If this was her closet, man, it was killing his closet twofold. After he looked at some of her shoes and her dresses, he saw what looked like candle lights. Texas walked through another small doorway and there was a huge glass shower off to the side. The shower had two rainfall shower heads. But the main attraction, it was this huge four-person spa tub with six jets all around inside of it. There was a small bench in the bottom of the tub for sitting and soaking. But the crazy thing about the tub, it was faced in this awkward direction. After looking around, he noticed why. There was an opening the size of half the wall in front of it and it showed her custom king-size bed, as well as another 60-inch on the wall across from the bed. Ah, so here you are. Texas whispered to himself. He stood there staring at Mimi sitting in a tub full of dense bubbles. He thought it was sexy, and he loved the fact that she was sitting in the tub and he still couldn't fully see her body. He was so turned on by how calm and together she was. The fact that she treated this entire situation the way that she did, it just made him feel so comfortable. If only he could have met her under different circumstances. He kept thinking that to himself over and over. He felt like she deserved a good dude. Mimi jumped and was startled when she opened her eyes and seen Texas standing over the tub. Mimi, man, your house is crazy. Man, I love it here. And you're an amazing person. I mean, to be able to stay calm through a situation like this, Shit, boy, you scared the hell out of me. Um, you couldn't just wait till I got out of the tub. Damn, I said I'm not gonna call the police. He turned around and walked over towards the shower. He sat on the marble bench facing the shower and turned around and started watching Mimi take her bath. She couldn't believe he was just sitting behind her while she was in the tub. She lifted up and slightly placed her arm over her breast. Then she turns towards him and looked at him. Are you serious, Texas? You really gonna sit here and watch me take my bath? He just smiled. But surprisingly enough, she smiled right back at him and then turned bright red. Mimi was trapped in her own head at that moment. She had never met a man like this before. He was four years younger than her. I mean, her being 30. But he made her feel secure. And she couldn't understand why. And she had only known him for a day. But she could feel his truth in her heart, and she was stuck in this moment. Texas just admired Mimi. He really had never seen a woman so beautiful in his life. Where he was from, the women had colored hair and twerked to every single song that came on the radio. Most of the women he was attracted to, they was always good for that street life. And this was a breath of fresh air to him. 
Hey man, this episode right here today, episode three of Running, was dedicated to the big homie DMX. Hey, he had some trouble times and he did what he did with the drugs and all of that, man, but he still made good music. And you always gotta remember, man, music is the soundtrack to our memories and our lives. So, hey, I had some good memories and some good times when he dropped those albums when I was coming up. So, it's love, man, and uh, rest in peace, man, DMX. And um, for everybody, man, wear your mask, be safe, man. Control everything you got to control so that way you're not out here on some other stuff later on in life dealing with issues that you're causing right now. So, hey, it's love. We out here, man. It's the big homie Bobby Dollars, Triple OG Stories, Bobby Dollars Show. Expected of me as a real nigga. My next move is crucial. What do I do? How do I keep it real with Shorty and my crew?